<laughs> it's like some serious level back okay 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 so um hi guys uh welcome to the think shack where we explore means to the extremes you might never know this so i'm telling you this, this is like probably like our 15th take you're gonna get to hear the behind the scenes the crazy stuff that happens or not because a lot of that stuff is in kosher but we want to start off by acknowledging some of you new listeners out there we've seen a lot of engagement we went viral by our definition which is like 100 views (laughs) we got like 100 likes and i mean for other people it's like oh i got 5k likes on my post but we got 100 likes on our instagram video and i had a sleepless night just based off of that this is kind of like an appeal like if you feel sorry for us for calling that viral you do you know what you do go ahead and like get get us some more views and then yeah stop being poor kids give us a reason to you know look back at our old selves and cringe it's like Someone telling you like, oh, hundred bob is a lot of money, and then you're like, oh, I feel so bad for this guy. Yeah, take a thousand bob. Now you know what a lot of money is. <laughs> like, oh my god, bob. thank you. You really so you guys, educated you me you as do. he takes a thousand. Shit but we're actually right. learning some things from you from the comments. So keep engaging because we learned that uh, from the Java story that mabati is actually what they call like the the, the yeah. That, that so for those who don't know, if you scoop over to our Instagram, and I don't know when the hell you're listening to this, so you might have to scroll down, and that's going to be a terrible experience because all the freaking covers to the videos look exactly the same so you don't we even know what video that, it's about like the fifth video or something but like we talk about jabba the drug and we were talking about like how the soft leaves are better because like the hard we'll large ones cut you up and then um someone came into the comments like when was like mulusia mabati it was like so, a couple of people actually was like mabati but oh, okay that's what they call so it that's what they call the there hard some ones jabba connoisseurs in the comments like yeah team jabba you know i just casually like like floated the idea we should start a jabba club and Isn't everyone there, was like yeah i'm in for that an american dance we call the jabba walkies jabba, <laughs> we need to call ourselves <laughs> the jabba walkies so starting the podcast officially because we've just been shooting the shit um we have show. actually been we've been doing this thing every week where we sample a new kind of liquor or brand of liquor and the way we're able to do that is with this very nice website called oaks and quirks oaks.delivery.com i think that's no they're not dot com dot app no it's oaks.delivery.app really actually it's oaks.delivery so you might period. be wondering what's the difference between that and the regular wine display the reason we went with it is because they have so much variety like different places uh actually it's oaks.delivery oaks.delivery yeah so just you know different just liquors and beers and stuff from like different countries they have south africa canada ireland and right now we're trying um a ukrainian brandy called shustov or shustov, or shustov depending or shustov, depending on how you oh, yeah it. exactly yeah <laughs> and um beef eater pink strawberry we are not concerned by any stretch of the imagination so we're not gonna pretend to be like it has fine notes of of uh licorice yeah but, but at the risk try, let's uh, actually try and do it like it smells like cigarettes and so we're trying shut stuff right now yeah, yeah right we can try and describe the taste it has a weird woody aroma let's to try it the ASMR. I'm trying to open it Oh my god, he's open opening it. Ah, it's bursting well, open. It's gonna be an extra bit. <laughs> yeah, so here we go. This is Shustov. So Brandy. Jean right now, uh, we don't have a video, sorry, you know. Established uh, in 18. Jean is taking a shot glass and is holding Shustov brandy in his hand and this he's about like, to pour it. For deaf people. Like uh, he's doing the thing, it's like DJ Afro. Yeah, like for tasting alcohol. He's about to commit suicide. <laughs> So established in 1863. How many things do you think were established in 1863? 
um, colonialism for starters. How true do you think it is that these things were actually established once they've been saved? Or is it just because people like older things, dry aged, brandy, matured? I think there's something to it. I mean, I'm not going to speak for every single um, company out there claiming establishment in some time in antiquity. But like establishment is about the company. Like, yeah, sure, your great 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 grandfather started making craft beer in his like bedroom, you know, like because he was a lonely virgin. Exactly, and you could like genuinely say it was established in 1863 when the actual company was maybe incorporated in like 1970 after years and after years, years of making shit went in that bedroom. Slavery and everything. Like your grandfather yeah. got whipped. I mean, chances are there are no African companies, and I think this is a whole conversation to have. There are no African companies started before. In Africa, oh before goodness. a certain year, simply because during those times, only Europeans were probably allowed to start like um, public or private limited companies. This is why this is the same check. Ideas just come out of nowhere. Yeah, we think about this. Um, we're gonna like like try and Google it. I think this is like a good time. We should probably try to incorporate Chat GPT into these, Chat or at GPT. least like Google. Where Chat like you try to Google. If you've seen the other uh, the other shows, you guys should really head over to our Instagram and then check those out. Yeah, uh, a lot of funny sketches. So the bits. the Google's phrase would be: Were any African companies established established before? before let's say 1900 1900, yeah and that's like literally the search phrase probably gonna come up with some racist answer like yes you had dress skirts no i mean like the first (laughs) answer that comes is from encyclopedia.com it's like after 1600 large chartered companies like the dutch west india company or the royal african company which fyi had probably no africans in the management and the portuguese guinea company created permanent like um you know like companies but, but like, there are no, like, sim- like, there's the Royal Niger Company, which probably took over Unilever. the Niger Delta. The Royal Niger Company was actually Unilever, that's what they used to call it. Exactly. Them. And even in Kenya, before Kenya became a protectorate to the British, I'm sure it was under, you know, like, the mandate of some British company. Because, like, we had, like, a lot of privatization happening in, like, colonizer countries where they would um, give these territories to public limited companies, you know, like, the, 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 the Dutch East India Company. Company, the Dutch West India Company was in charge of the Caribbean. The Dutch East India Company was in charge of like Indian relative territories. There were like other companies that were in charge of, you know, like the British and so on that were in charge of like African territories. And it was mostly company property before it became like British protectorate. And then after that, British colony. There is a lot to go into. We don't want to make this a history lesson. We're mm. actually just sampling alcohol. <laughs> so, yeah. So probably there's no single like African... Company you know, like formal African liquor company yeah. that was started, say, before the 1900s. I mean, we should have like things like um, um, uh, what? Muratina and Changa and Busa, which were probably like, and, and also Mvino in the I course, which the, were the like probably like brewed before that. But we didn't have formal business structures. Or at least we did not. This was a purely European construct. And it's important to make like these distinctions because they're things that are distinctly African, the things that are distinctly European. And you kind of like start to see them when you look at like the modern African culture. So, for example, African Africa was deeply communal and it was about like having like a council of elders and like a sense of socialism. But like the whole capitalism or the concept behind like public limited companies was a very European concept. And so you had no African companies doing that. Before we get carried away, I want to just drop this final thought about like established companies before like in the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. We're probably drinking something that had a lot of slave labor incorporated into the, into the production and everything. 
right i mean in in the present or historically because like if it was established in 1863 i bet you know like in terms of like the raw materials and what have you there was some slave plantations being employed but what about today would you say that a lot of like um international liquor companies um especially when they're harvesting their potatoes or whatever the they put behind the liquor i'm sorry for cursing um would have employed some kind of modern slave labor into their production processes i mean if it's on a plantation probably had a slave to do it but you know but this was uh shustov brandy from ukraine i wonder if the war in ukraine is still going on the war in ukraine okay Does this taste like struggle and pain <laughs> I mean, the Ukrainians are incredible. I was looking at like something on Instagram just today and was like looking at pictures or reconstructions of the face of like people from different regions of the world, you know, like India, Africa. So the Ukrainians you know, had very hard faces. They had very square jaws. Like these were like freaking masculine visages. And yeah. like we have like a whole president in the if Ukraine who's leading you know, the freaking res- resistance. If I was Russia, I would feel intimidated. I would definitely be attacked as well. Because you have these people looking at you with stone faces. You're like, no, right. I don't like the way you're looking at me, bro. Let me just lead an invasion <laughs> into the country. Right. So as it is, the the war in re- Ukraine still continues today. Um, it's really a matter of a very large country, a.k.a. Russia, mm-hmm. trying to bully a very small country, a.k.a. Ukraine submission. Of course, there are like greater games at play, like, for example, the fact that um, Ukraine may have joined NATO, the national, um, the North Atlantic uh, trade trade organization or something. Um, and, and, and the idea behind it was that if you have like um, Eastern and Western powers like Russia and the United States, then you don't want any major uh, trade alliances mm-hmm. like coming your doorstep so russia is pretty uncomfortable with ukraine is literally, literally on its doorstep joining the nato when this thing came up i had a very interesting question and it's a scary thought for many africans i imagine because you think about like this is a bigger country trying to bully a smaller one now right. if they decided to attack africa with all their nuclear power and everything it would be fucked like literally say goodbye to your wife <laughs> she's gonna go be some ukrainian or russian guys like mm-hmm. super superpower decided to attack africa basically right. what i'm trying to say is we're existing because of the mercies of Western powers, literally. Because I, they have some use for us. And obviously right. there's like the UN, um, uh, what are they called? The global, those things that govern like diplomacy and international relations. Right, like like international rights. governing bodies like the UN or the UNHCR. But or, apart you from know, that, the reason we can make this podcast is because some Russian has decided to attack us. That anyway, said, yeah. I would like to take the other side of the argument and just say that um, being a superior nuclear power does not necessarily imply that you will use your nuclear weapons in combat. So, but for example, with that, yeah, but but then again, like, it, there's a, there's there's this promise of mutual destruction between yes, nuclear superpowers like that, that prevents any particular nuclear superpower from using its weapons. So, Russia is a nuclear superpower, but it hasn't yet used any single nuclear bomb on the Ukraine, simply because if it did that, there is the potential for escalation with like NATO and NATO-related countries. So Russia has to use, um, quote-unquote, conventional um, warfare um, tools. Exactly. So even if they were ever to attack Africa or a country in Africa, I feel like the rules would still be the same. It's crazy how the world is really hanging by a thread. By the fact right. That if, Every single moment. If Russia or even the US had decided to throw a nuke, that could have been World War Three, And then the, the impact of nukes is like, we would all have been wiped out. We're just having fun eating bananas in the streets. <laughs> exactly. 
Like, like hitting dances. on that girl you like in the neighborhood. <laughs> like, sudden, yo, boom. you want me to take you out tonight? Boom. It's only that yeah. you can't do memes after that, but it's like, bro, I was just chilling. What are you like, <laughs> like, go fight yourself. I don't know why for me the image is like literally, you know, like because like if a nuclear bomb falls, you can see the um the mushroom cloud expanding, right? And you like, can see literally fucking coming to you. And the girl then says to you, just before it hits you, Oh my god. I'm like, no, no, no. Could you pause? I need to claim my freaking prize right now before this happens. No, but you do whatever you need to do. Be very quick. <laughs> that would be the quickest quickie. That would be in the history of quickies. Premature ejaculators will be like, it's the end of the world. All they have to do is take off their pants. Like at least I came. I came. I saw. I conquered. I, I posted that meme came. today, right? Like, yeah. like, like, like. like if, uh, yeah, exactly. Like Julius Caesar going to Gale to conquer. It's like Veni Vidi Vici. I came. I saw. Con- I conquered. Then he goes to Egypt and sees yeah. Cleopatra. I saw and I came. I saw. I came. <laughs> period. Yeah. That's every premature ejaculator's anthem. Oh but anyway, like coming back to the liquor we're drinking. <laughs> this is Ukrainian <laughs> brandy called Shustov. <laughs> And now we can properly start the podcast. I think the, the boy podcast. in Ukraine should stop. <laughs> should stop? <laughs> should stop, but yeah, there you go. That's a, that's a, that's a part right We now. need to trademark that. That should, that should go on a t-shirt. Maybe that's, that's like literally our favorite code. phrase like, Morse code now. is like, it should stop. <laughs> it should stop. <laughs> we are so tired. Like, this war. But here's the crazy should part stuff. about this. Should stop. It came with an extra add-on that we weren't expecting. It came, it came with, a, with a freaking adapter. So like, what kind of beer comes with a charger? We're like, okay, in case you black out when you have a sip, it's for charging. Yeah, so like we have like a MacBook and you know that the MacBook comes with like those plugs that require like special ports and shit. So we just like attach the adapter to the, 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 the MacBook um, charger and now I can charge the MacBook very easily. But apart from that, when we first received it, we thought like this was supposed to charge the alcohol in some way. So what else do we have today? We also have something that you might be familiar with, the Beef Eater Pink. I don't know how you guys feel about drinking flavored gin. I don't think it's... I think Beef Eater Pink is a pretty decent flavored gin. It's an amazing gin. Some guys probably wouldn't drink it at the club because like, oh, it's pink. But like, if your masculinity depends on that, like, bro, you have... Your masculinity is pretty fragile. It's literally literally a a freaking tightrope. So you can only drink black black stuff. Like, what are you drinking? Keg or poison? Or poison? It's or like let's go all the way, bro. Like, if you really is. want to be toxically max, I mean, think about the color of alcohol and stuff like whiskey, for example, it's kind of feminine. The color itself. What, what, what would you call it? amber? Is this amber? It's amber. It's 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 honey, honey you brown wear or something. This, would you? Like, if you're a man, right? Might as I, well w- I would, but like, I imagine if I was so concerned about my masculinity, I probably wouldn't. Yeah. So the beef eater versus Shustov. What do you think? What would you rate? I mean, it's, have- it's gin versus brandy. It's oh, apples yeah. and oranges. It's not a fair fight. But we could have like, it's almost like a showdown. And I don't know if you guys could let us know like what you think about that. Well, we I love two each week and then we compare like, we see which one is better. Like if you want. Okay. So for this week, I love a pink beef eater, uh, whatever beef eater pink, simply because it's the smoothest flavored gin i've ever tasted beef eater must be an offensive brand to vegans they're like why exactly beef eater no, i will not drink that, not drink that. and then you give them a bit of beef eater pink it's like okay maybe it's just like vegan be vegetable beef eater. i want mocha eater. i'm pretty sure if you go to a supermarket you find vegan beef or something of the kind they should add something that says cruelty shop. food but here's the thing we, all, we ordered two and then one of them says what if it's actually made from cows 
Like no. cow liquor. Like have you ever got liquor that's made from like, like some kind eater. of meat? He looks like he's eaten some beef in his life. And more? He probably looks like he's done more with the beef. The way he's walking. He's beaten he's his meat. Fucker. He's beaten. <laughs> like beat your meat. Just the cow. He looks like a meat beater. I just fuck. He's a meat beater. Oh shit. You know, you know beater. how when you wear a specific kind of vest, it's called a wife beater. The beef the what? What do you call it? A meat wife beater. beater. So <laughs> there's certain outfits that you look at you like you're definitely a meat beater. He's carrying like, a spear. He's carrying a spear. He's like I'm about to go eat some beef. Yeah, and gonna... and for some weird reason I'm gonna flavor it strawberry. He's dressed <laughs> in red. Yeah. He's like walking in the forest. He's least manly. He's like William Lawson takes this angle where they put a man in a kilt. Like, yeah, he's like in a skirt, and you're like this so nigga like, probably isn't wearing any underwear. I don't know why every time I see a freaking picture like on a brand like like Johnny Walker. You must see what are you wearing? Like, are you really wearing any underwear? Because like Johnny Walker is just like well walking. But, <laughs> but Johnny Walker actually looks like he's wearing pampers. You know those pampers you wear like the ones for. Because he has such baggy. He's like a fat ass. <laughs> fat fat ass Johnny Walker. John, Johnny Plumper. Johnny Walker is probably thicker than most people. Johnny Applebutt. Johnny Applebutt. Apple oh shit! Oh my goodness. He's not. He's doing more than walking. What kind of walking is he doing to get that ass that big? Like. Must be doing. This is Johnny Sporter. Walking Sporter. back to the conversation. Oh, yeah. So before we finish that up, like literally, we bought two of them. One of them is imported, and the other one is local. So what? The local They're supposed to smaller. both be seven hundred and fifty ml, but one bottle one is, is clearly big. larger. It's like what? One bottle says imported. The other one, well, doesn't say <laughs> anything. Says maybe, maybe it's invisible. I don't know. <laughs> it it might be important. Like your best I mean, guess, just bro. Just put the label on the label. It's imported from Murano or somewhere. Like, <laughs> like to us. Because like, importation, like, bro, we can play around with this. You could have imported it from another county. I'll forgive you. But this is like, bro. <laughs> We may have imported it. We may have not. Let's talk about the filter. Like one of them has a freaking filter. The other one doesn't. I was having this liquor with um, my girlfriend last night and she poured it like, you know, like she literally put it in 90 degrees. She thought there's going to be a filter. And she emptied the bottle. (laughs) No wonder. This might be the drink shack. The drink shack. We could call call one of our segments the drink shack. Drink shack. And then Anyways. when we're just talking about shit with the shit shack. Yeah, we were talking about like shit. Like so many crazy names come from this. We had the Mococo app. Yeah. By the way, if you're an investor, like go ahead and make these things true. Please, like, we have brilliant ideas. Us, we're us. not even gonna copyright we're them. Gonna just copy. We're not copy gonna them. come after you. Maybe we might forget to successfully. <laughs> Depends. Like, if you like it. And we have the evidence because we recorded this and, and we are uploading what, what it. What the meat beater should look like. I we should make that. Maybe Remember like, when we were saying we should start like, like yeah. a t-shirt business. Let us know if you guys would want to buy t-shirts from us. You see the way a white beater like meat like, beater. It's like a V-neck or something. Yeah, so it shape. has to be in the exact same beef. font. Okay, and designed as beef eater, mm-hmm. but it says meat beater. <laughs> and that's like a guy beating his dick. <laughs> and then you should say like London, it's like in London. Like I beat my meat in London. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding a spear for no reason. It's a spear, but it's not the kind of thing. It's symbolic. It's, symbolic. it's my dick. It's my dick. <laughs> pierce your wife. Anyways, let's get um, let's uh, let's um, get back to our horses. To our, to our getting beach. back to our horses. So we had like a whole thing happening this time, where Senator Gloria Orwaba was thrown out of Senate for showing up with stained clothes, but then she later claimed she was on her period. And there's a whole argument surrounding this where the argument is that condoms should be sold 
and pads should be given for free. And the argument is that sex is a choice, but menstruation isn't. And young girls without money are suffering out there. That would explain rape. I know we <laughs> tried to. <laughs> There's always gonna be rape in this episode. There's gonna be a rape conversation somewhere, but like, while we do not condone rape at all, the truth is that unless it's consensual, yeah, it's not. (laughs) If it's consensual, by definition, it's not. Yeah, exactly. Like by definition, rape is non-consensual penetration, right? Like forced penetration. They can't give you their consent, right? Maybe it's written in a contract beforehand. Like, have you watched Fifty Shades of Grey? Like, you guys can, like, totally agree. And you even have a safe word. Like, I guess when you're talking, the safe word could be orange. But when you're not talking, the safe word could be, like, I don't know, fart or something. But, like, you know, like, like if she farts, like, it's a specific flavor. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, she wants me to let her go. Anyway, so uh, sex is is a choice and uh, menstruation is not. Now, this is a very good argument, and I agree with it, because, like, women do not choose to menstruate, while, of course, women and men totally choose to have sex, because I have seen people who have gone for sex without sex their whole lives, sometimes not by choice. Are they still alive? Their whole lives. Wow. That's that's the point. Like, however you, long they live, right? To the listeners, would you go your whole life? I mean, there, there are actually cases in history where they claim that specific great minds may not have ever experienced sex in their lives. I always life. thought, like, your, your sexual organs would fall off if you don't use it. Use it or lose it. I would say it's not so much use it or lose it in the sense that it falls off, but use it or lose it in the sense that because you have absolutely zero familiarity with the sensation of having sex, you have also zero interest. Like, think about it. I like to point out to everyone that whenever they say, like, you know, I like to ask the question, how long do you think you can go without sex? And people will say, oh, I can go a few months. And then, you know, like mostly 90% females will say, I can go years. And then I'm like, it doesn't matter how long you think you can go without sex the fact is you've gone for the longest time without sex and you didn't even know it which mm-hmm. is that before you lost your virginity you literally went for the years. first x years like if you lost your virginity freaking 20 that means you went 20 years without sex and did you die you what didn't you because here you are what i think it depends Could but like five. given given but where we are five, like? i mean i know like the youngest woman to actually give birth was nine in the Guinness Book of World Records, right? Like nine or eight years old. Probably someone her age. Hopefully someone her age. Because like if it was someone who was 30, like that would be some seriously. Because kids don't come. Are you sure? That should be on a t-shirt. No, no. But seriously speaking, we need to Google this. We need to Google this. Like at what age do boys start coming? I mean, I know the wet dreams thing, but like at what age is a boy capable of coming? Would you say that, for example, a 10-year-old boy, despite having never had wet dreams or hit puberty, is just as capable of having an ejaculation as, say, a 25-year-old man? I bet you someone has found out. Let me Google it, you know. This is the put, beauty put, of it. Put incognito though. You don't want to be caught by CSC, like the FBI or something. They'll listen to the like, podcast. when do young boys come? All of a sudden you hear a knock at the door. Like, open up. Open up. 12 years old. Guys start producing spermatozoa, or sperm for short. So you can't just start with that. At the onset of puberty. Puberty starts at different times for different people. Boys usually start puberty when they're around 10 or 12 years old. Okay, so then like a conservative a conservative estimate would be that the youngest a boy can come is 10 years old. So if the girl had going. sex at 9 years old, either <laughs> yeah. she... What? We start coming when girls are going. Because that's when they're like in the middle of puberty. 
reminds me of that like uh you, you remember we had like the same recommendation on youtube the other day yeah. and we kind of realized that um female brains develop faster than male brains simply because women hit puberty earlier than men and it's like a scientifically verified fact mm. So then if a girl at nine, because I know it's entirely possible for a girl to hit puberty at nine and be reproductively uh, fertile. So if a girl at nine is ha- giving birth, then either she had sex with a boy 10 years or older, or she had sex with someone who was way beyond puberty. And therefore, this was totally child molestation or pedophilia, if you will. Yeah. Well, sex was not a choice for that nine year old. It's very true. But for the rest of the civilization, should I think yeah for most people <laughs> sex is a choice for menstruation girls just wake up one day and they're like oh shit there's a stain there's ketchup on my bed yeah exactly and, and you know like we're saying this without so much carte blanche because we're not girls yeah, um but like you know like actually we have a girl in studio yeah um like like would you agree that for most women um periods just come like unexpectedly it's either like you suddenly get cramps or you suddenly see a stain that you've never seen before in your life oh um so yeah so we're gonna let her have the mic um as soon as you know jean untangles it from his from my, my crotch because oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking out his ass <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i come when you're going <laughs> <laughs> Let's, uh, give let's do this. <laughs> uh, what is the question? The the question yeah, is because like, like yeah, like 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 like, do you ever have like an oh my god, my periods are about to come, or does it just come as a surprise to you as a woman? It's like one day you wake up and suddenly either you have like a weird stain or like you have this weird pain that you've never experienced before, etc., etc. Well, I think for me, uh, I can only talk about my experience. It was that fateful day. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, you just like, of course, you're gonna feel some bit of like. Cramps. Well, I don't have to talk about it, but yeah, it just right. happens. You don't know about it. It's not like, hello, I'm gonna come tomorrow or something. Yeah. It just happens, you know? You just go and find like you've stained yourself or something. So what? yeah, you, you don't see it coming. What is the initial reaction to when you notice like you're having a flu? You don't see it coming sounds like a good um slogan <laughs> for premature ejaculators. <laughs> like Actually, the, the whole now song I'm by coming, now I'm not. You, know? you never see me coming. coming. You never die. see Saki. One minute I'm, you know, stroking the next, like, ah, congratulations, you're a mother. <laughs> you know? um, well, I I think, like, uh, again, talking from my, speaking from my own experience, I think. It wasn't really much of a shock. It's just like a surprise. It's not that much of a surprise. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a surprise because you came. You, you didn't see it coming, but mm-hmm. you knew it was gonna come. Right. You've been taught. You've been told. Right. I don't know about uh, the current generation because I feel like they start way early. Mm-hmm. For us, the routine was starting at least back then. You had been taught over and over and over. So it was like you were mentally prepared. Yes, you know, it's just that there's that surprise because you didn't know it's going to come at 11 a.m. on a random Tuesday or like maybe on August or something. Yeah. There's that surprise. But it's not like, oh my God, what the hell is this? No, you know, this is it. So when you see it, you're just like, ah, so it's you. Yeah. 
I think this raises the question also of like, you know, like parenting, like with parents and especially with most women. And I'd love to know in the comment section is, is it your mother that comes to you and says, okay, so these are what periods are you should expect it. Or is it um, you went to like that one reproduction class in like class six or whatever the hell. And you were taught about this stuff and you're like, okay, so I should totally expect my periods. I've random thought, why are they called periods? Because they're periodical, they go by like the lunar cycle. So it's like has the moon. Has to do with the periodic table. The... <laughs> <laughs> I have no response. <laughs> Technically, if a girl has her first period, on the, the table, periodic table definitely needs if, paths. If a girl has her first period, because on the table, like. <laughs> it's a periodic table. Sometimes the elements are leaking into each other. Have you even noticed like that? Like BL. <laughs> O-O-D. What do you mean? Those O-O-D. are the chemical elements. <laughs> now gold is like A-U. So the period like, oh, you're about to... <laughs> How did we even get here? We were talking about periods being a choice. We were talking about a whole politician having periods when she oh went God. into the National Assembly. And the idea here is that she was kicked out because she had a red stain, which is, you know, like, like it's such a tricky topic because like when you're dealing with a, a member of the female species or whatever the hell you want to call gender. it. I don't think it's a species. It's a gender. Yeah, it's not a species. I think there's only one species and there's only one race. There's only the human race. There's no black, white. Those are not races. Those are ethnicities. Just True. There's only one human race. Arguably not, but true. Well, some people would say f- females are different species. You know, the whole fear women thing. Mm, women are from Venus, men are from Mars. Yeah. Remember when that was a bestseller, right? I mean, I mean, I mean, like racially, like I feel like racial division is so strong today compared to uh, previous times. So like Africans comp- consider themselves as distinct from, say, Europeans and Asians and whatnot. But, but here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, conversely, on Pornhub, the interracial category has gone up in viewership. So there's this like widespread uh, distinction between people, but then in in secret, people are actually consuming that because they're open to it. It's weird. It's I like would, this duality I, I, between... My, my only problem with that on, on, on a philosophical level is if I would agree that the interracial, um, the popularity of the interracial category is a reflection of our preferences as a society and what we secretly want. Exactly. I then so. I have a hard time also accepting the fact that um, stepmother, stepsister, stepfather, mm. and other ancestral porn landlord. is also just as... No, I mean, landlord isn't ancestral. <laughs> Like you're paying your bills. I can understand that on a practical level. You need to pay your bills. Everybody needs to pay their bills. Yeah. But like incest, like why having sex with your sister? Like, like that is also pretty popular. And I would love to believe that humanity as a whole is not just naturally incestuous. But I mean, back in the times of our forefathers, they were having sex with their sisters. Maybe it's something that's ingrained in us. You see your sister Hmm. came from the same vagina. It must be. Why is it always like preface with step though? Step is just to make it PC. Make, it's to make it safe. Because you think about your sister, you're like, Ugh. like, oh yeah, yeah, you're fucking your sister. Like, no, I can't do that. I can never do that. Sister, uh-huh. maybe is she hot? You know, like you start no, asking like qualified questions. You have no relation to your sister beyond the fact and that your thing, parents. I actually get each where other. it's coming from because it's about the accessibility of sex. If your sister, you're li- living with her, but you have no blood relation to her, so that's like 
what we say like the 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 cow has brought itself to the slaughterhouse yeah it's like free intimacy it's like hey here's someone you could potentially mate with i actually read this on a deeper philosophical level just getting serious with it without like joking about Mm -hmm. it is that for most males especially modern males the way they approach sex and flirtation especially in a marketplace where women have like an inflated sense of value Mm -hmm. is that they have fantasies of situations where they do not have to put in the effort to get get sex exactly and therefore in their minds the most probable way they can get sex in the sense that it's easy it's provided for it's even initiated by the other party is when they're dealing with someone they know exactly (laughs) so a stepsister a step away sister a stepmother a stepfather this this uh, jumps into women Mm. but like mostly like i mean the the biggest audience for porn is men exactly so it's really like a way to fantasize Uh, it's so it's a way to depict the fantasies of men with regards to how they acquire sex which then is like you know like some meta level commentary on like um the way market values are skewed between men and women in today's dating market so when it comes to sex in the marketplace this whole idea of condoms being sold for free and then coming back to the story of um what would be the counter argument to why the senator actually let's ask our 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 guest like do you think think condoms should be sold and menstruation pads should be for free um i think i think the condoms should still remain or be given for free Mm -hmm. but when it comes to uh menstrual pads okay I know I'm gonna get some backlash here because I'm a female. I'm going through it and all that. But I feel like you it's know, all good. We like we like BDSM. <laughs> we can give us the backlashes. <laughs> we give us the front lashes. The whips. The whips. We want the, the handcuffs. Whips. <laughs> handcuffs. Tie us up. Okay. Yeah. On one hand, I feel like since um it's uh we 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 who go through like periods, it's a necessity. It's not like a luxury. We don't choose to have this. We don't it's just something that happens to you and you yes. have to deal with it you have to deal with it so yeah that's that in that argument it should be free but at the same time the different brands you get like right whatever i use there's what, always yes, there's it, like ob you yeah, know yeah. it's like a whole range of stuff yeah, nice and, and lovely and company i just want to comment about how effective the marketing is for like sanitary pants like i know the lyrics to the always ads Stay always, happy, always stay happy always always gives you wings i want to try it out just for <laughs> always doesn't give you wings that's, that's different bro what have you been watching <laughs> what kind of bootleg tv have you been watching <laughs> always gives you wings what kind of periods are those they're winged periods <laughs> they're winged pads aren't they well so um so i uh, so when you're arguing that's why I feel like they should be free, but at the same time, like in the essence of like it's a necessity, it's not a luxury. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like the most reasonable um solution here is, especially now where we're in the in a world where we are embracing sustainability. True. I feel like the government should provide like these menstrual cups where you buy one and you're using it for life. Mm. Oh yeah, there's that there's that whole other argument just it's not just about whether menstrual pads should be free, but it's also about like what kinds of men what kind of menstrual products are you using? Are they tampons, menstrual pads, menstrual cups? Or like reusable menstrual pads. Like there's a whole spectrum, right? It should be all menstrual products. And I have uh, an addition to what she was saying. Like there's actually initiatives around the world, uh, uh, like sprouting up around the world where they try and 
uh, build sustainable waste management management systems. Systems, sorry, I'm mm. sure stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, but they're trying this to should stop. This should stop. This is terrible behavior. This is terrible behavior. <laughs> that is why I bomb you. Russia was anyway. Russians, take notes. <laughs> so, so yeah, they they're using banana the the waste from bananas because bananas are like some of the most consumed fruits in the world. True. To create like sanitary pads, and it's happening even in Uganda and some parts of Southeast Asia. Right. So there's there's opportunities for that, but then that's a very good point you brought up that it, some women. It's not tampons. just about like menstrual. Um, menstrual pads, all menstrual products. Because like menstrual cups are reusable, rewashable. Menstrual you cups. could buy one menstrual cup and use it for X years. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So like, uh, that's one of it. Could like, not a lot of women prefer using menstrual cups. What is mm. a menstrual cup? It's like a, a, a small cup, like fifteen ml thing that you insert inside your VJ. Yeah. Uh, and it's. Like you can't stay with it, and it's totally it's healthy and it's sustainable. Okay, so like I mean, like there's some basically, who are so uncomfortable with this. Yeah, it's uh, the it's, way the way I like to describe it is that imagine a mushroom. <laughs> now imagine that mushroom upside down. So instead of bowing mm-hmm. downwards, it bows upwards. Like that's literally the shape of the uterus. So you like take it's made of rubber, you bend it, insert it into the vagina, and then it like balloons inside. You know an collects. awful lot about this, Ramsey. <laughs> I'm a, I'm curious about an awful lot of things. Well, so yeah, like I was saying, that's one of it. Because like when you buy it for someone, they're gonna use it for at least ten years. Wow. And it's safe. It's proven. It's at safe. least. Yeah, at least. Wow. Or that's when it's recommended, and that's just one of it. Uh, the government could also use like uh, could also um, for for those who because you can't go to a young girl and then tell the mom you know mm. what I wanna give this young girl who's like eleven who started their period this menstrual cup to insert her vagina no no parent is gonna be like okay with that shit it feels weird like yes. like you you wanted to put, I mean like even tampons alone are yeah, whole things so imagine so I'm just saying that's one cups. of it if like people are okay with it it could be one way. Also, the government could come up with these reusable um, pads where, like, you can wash them. I'm not sure how a reusable pad works. Like, in my head, it's so hard to wrap my head around. Like, what do you do? How do you wash it? Like, it's literally a freaking pad. No, you just wash it the way you wash other things. You just, like, insert it, like, you, you wrap it wrap it the way you wrap a, like, mm-hmm. put on a pad. Mm-hmm. And then when you use it, when you're done, you just go soak it. Uh, wherever you do or whatever you, however you do your laundry, right? You don't have to soak it with other clothes or something. But I mean, it's your blood, it's your right. whatever. I don't expect you to be so mm-hmm. yankish about it. Mm. So, because the reason why we're saying menstrual pads should be free is because they are pe- they are girls who are lacking. Right. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like they shouldn't all be free because even as even when they are free. It's like the way condoms are free, but some people choose to buy, right? Yeah, because like argument, no, there is an argument to the the fact that if they're made free, there could be an issue with quality, because there are uh, like government issued condoms, and they're like the worst. You were talking about sure condoms. Nobody like 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 I I mean let's let's just be honest here, and you know users can uh, the the viewers can come for me in the comment section, but no respecting self respecting woman, gonna <laughs> be like. Sure, you can use sure condoms on me. Mm. 
they all want you to buy like premium condoms. Nobody wants free condoms from like some random bathroom. Although in my experience, most women don't like condoms. That's that's an interesting thing. They don't like latex. <laughs> That's that's about the sensation. Hello, super gonorrhea. How are you doing? <laughs> we had a whole about, episode on super gonorrhea <laughs> and how so many people don't know they have gonorrhea. Like you watching this right now. Yeah. Have you gotten your ch- yourself checked? <laughs> you probably don't know. I would go to the doctor if I were you. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Do you need to pee? You might have super G. <laughs> 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 super g to the rescue but you're right like the, the condoms that are given like a dispensary and then there's also like a potential moral or ethical issue because at some point last year there was an issue where there was a shortage of condoms because people were trying to monetize the fact that they're given away for free and i imagine so people are selling sure condoms out on these streets that's why there was a shortage in places like Bungoma where people love to have sex for some reason like i don't know why <laughs> well they need to give birth to the next jesus have you <laughs> noticed how many jesuses per capita probably doing we have in, we have more jesuses per capita in, in Bungoma than we have anywhere else in the world, yo. Bungoma, very interesting place. We yeah, should, should an episode like, in Bungoma one of the years. Bandangoma kushuka ndio ngoma. Boom, Bungoma. It's like some African place where we are going to do the Bungoma ritual. The Bungoma. <laughs> Look, we have come up with the next Jesus and then they hold him up Lion King style. You know, like, nah, kukenya. I'm sorry, man. We love you guys. Yeah, we, <laughs> we love you, Bungoma people. So yeah, there was a shortage uh, <coughs> where people were actually trying to, they were taking a bunch more than they needed and then selling them to chemists who would then make a profit from nothing. So imagine if they did this with sanitary pads, a lot of girls would suffer because like, let's say it's being distributed to a school. Right. They would have the, the corrupt teachers and head teachers or whoever, they would take them and then have them like monetize it. This just opens up a can of worms. worms. Now, the other thing to note here is also that like, um, when you have like free stuff, because like we have a lot of free stuff around us. We have, um, on, sorry, sorry, sorry. Not free per se, but government provided stuff mm. where there are no like traditional market incentives for like performance in terms of like giving a good product or like making sure you treat your customer well and so on. We have like um, electricity, which comes from the government. We have water, which comes from the government. We have like roads, which come from the government. And I'm sure we can all attest to the incredible quality of all of these utilities. Like you've never had electricity as great as public provided electricity right i'm being sarcastic right now <laughs> so now imagine if you put the government in charge of producing menstrual pads how um, great that's, that's what i'm saying like i think when you when you when you line it down or whatever like to the the ones that you buy you know the disposable ones right that's why you're gonna be questioning the quality right but if it's a cup it's a cup. There's a way to to make it. You get like there's standards to it. Mm. It's gonna be as effective as the other cup that is being sold mm. out there. Right. So all they need to do is introduce them in schools where like these young girls when they're like eleven years old, nine or whatever age they start. Right. And you know you're being told that this is your cup. You know you don't have to provide for them every year. What's and in my cup stays in my cup. My cup. In my cup. Is... I'll pour it in the toilets from time to time and wash my cup. My but blood otherwise, is okay. in my blood. <laughs> oh sorry, no! I just had to. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is okay to show up on the podcast. 
Sure. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, We're shooting the shit, guys. Yeah. You know. So um, if that's supposed to be so expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if that is too expensive, because again, you know, with government stuff. Right. Like, put it, if they say these things are going to be free, they're going to tax you guys and then everyone, everyone is going to be... Exactly. Like, like, there's nothing that is absolutely for free. If something is, is for free and the government, you know, even if the government is like, you know what, we will get the best yeah, the yeah, best gonna, quality menstrual cups. It just means that we're gonna pay more tax yeah, to, yeah. you know, make sure all women are having comfortable periods. Yeah, I just think like, okay, I don't know, but I was just saying like the most reasonable solution would be either they they they, they go through uh, menstrual cups where you just give one and then for the next like ten years that that kid is sorted, or reusable pads the one that you can wash, mm-hmm. or they uh subsidize them you know right they put like nearly uh menstrual parts are gonna be 50 only no matter the economy of okay i don't know about that but like you get like no yes, no it makes cool, sense because like we subsidize so many other things yeah yeah like why not menstrual pads like, so so affordable right for everyone so if i choose to have the the one that is costing maybe 500 a packet right it's me who's choosing you're but the if, one yeah if a kid needs it's but there's a minimal is we would say there's like a minimum um standard of quality that every girl is at, uh, uh is entitled to in the country you know what i'm thinking if you want to go above that great yeah, but there's a minimum where below which no girl is gonna like this is every girl has to get at least this quality yeah. level you know what i'm thinking though like these are such great ideas like how do they come up with these motions? How do they come up with these goals? Do they actually talk to people and see what they actually I need? don't think so. I think we talk to people because we are a podcast. But like the, the, the average MP, the average senator, the average MCA, the average um, name some other legislator or policymaker is not talking to enough people or they're talking to the wrong people but i would love to know what people think in the comments or they're not talking at all what do you think about this whole motion to pass uh, whether like it should be passed or not like right um also i forgot there's something else like we say like what the way you guys ask me do do was it a surprise uh, let me tell you, it doesn't have to be the very start of it. Even when you're used to it, the mm-hmm. times when it gets you off guard, you're in CBD walking, and then you're like, okay, there's something going on down there. Yeah, like, I don't feel comfortable. Toilet and actually, it surprised you. Mm. So it would be cool if uh, public toilets, and you know, the same way when you go to a restaurant, you find a toilet paper, it's free, you don't pay for it. Right. Maybe mm. put there some few pads. I mean, no one will wow. come and pick a pad. That they is don't, so clever. That it. is so clever. I if I'm not on my period, I won't go there and then I find, oh, the pads here, let me collect some. It's like, no on the one pads. hand, nobody is saying that we would provide free pads, that this would be all women would have to rely on. Yeah. But for freaking sake, like, let's say if you expected your period to come on Thursday and it comes on Wednesday instead, you should be able to find a free pad somewhere yes. just like you, you find free to... wet wipes or free toilet yeah, paper yeah. you know it's and, and roping back to the conversation we're having about the senator you know who almost got kicked out or got kicked out and then got reinstated later is that it's it's it she has a valid point here in the sense that okay fine um maybe it's the onus is on her to get pads but yeah. then on the other hand pads uh, or sorry periods are something that it doesn't work necessarily like clockwork and sometimes you cannot predict it and just like you can walk into a random toilet and get toilet paper you should be able to walk into a random toilet and yes. get pads yes. if you're going to a presentation in the freaking senate yeah 
So I feel like that's another way to um right. go about it. Like, right. If if you're not gonna provide for everyone, at least make it accessible. If I'm out there and then it surprises me, right. let me not stop my shit and go back to I don't know where. Yeah, I so okay, or wherever. I can just a, go to a You came from freaking ends of the earth. Myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go back to my origins. <laughs> I'm going back to my roots. Now, uh, <laughs> just coming back to this whole uh, topic, like the other thing that you know, like really blew up the internet this week was Bing GPT. <laughs> you know what Bing GPT is? It's Chat GPT, Bing? but on Bing. Bing is like the worst. Oh, no, let's not take. Sides. Well, not anymore, though. I mean, not anymore. At this rate, with what they're doing, Google has some legitimate reasons to be afraid. You know what? We're people of action. Let's put this to the test right now. Let's go to Bing versus Google. What do we Google? Um, just to test like how different it is. Have they implemented it yet, or is it supposed to be like something? Okay, so I'm on Google right now. We interrupt this program to bring you Courage, the Cowardly Dog Show. Okay, yeah, it's plugged in. So, um, okay, guys, so we just realized that we lost an hour of footage. <laughs> and that means we're going to have to do this as part one and part two. We had yeah. a really interesting conversation that about we're going to have to try and make sound, make the sound natural next time when we're talking about it, even though we <laughs> let out all the great ideas. <laughs> Yeah, so like what we were touching on was there was a pastor that died of attempting a 40-day Jesus fast. You remember how in the Bible Jesus supposedly fasted for 40, 40 days? Wasn't it 40 days and 40 nights? I'd never get the point of that because... Is it possible? I mean, a day is 24 hours, so what's this? I think there are some thing? loopholes in there. It's 40 days, 40 nights, but not the afternoons. So, <laughs> <laughs> or the evenings. Or the evenings, yeah. 40 days, 40 nights, He's but you have like one meal every day between afternoon. 6 and 7 like, p.m. like, no, nigga, I didn't say in the afternoon. <laughs> what do you mean? Do I look crazy? Like, do I look like a magician? Well, this pastor definitely didn't know about that loophole. Because imagine, this nigga, imagine what happened basically, uh, it was a she, right? Ooh. So she, in her efforts to push forward a build, uh, sorry, 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 sorry. It was, it was a he, right? So a pastor in Mozambique lost his life <laughs> right in the middle of the conversation. I was a she, now I'm a he. Now I'm a she again. <laughs> because you said so. Now I'm a we. I'm a we. <laughs> so a pastor in Mozambique lost his life after attempting to fast for 40 days like Jesus Christ did in the Bible. Rest so this is Pastor Francisco Baraja, the founder of Santa Trinidad Evangelical Church. So he died at hospital after a diagnosis with acute anemia oh, and failure of digestive organs. Now, I think anemia is definitely the kind of like illness that only gets revealed when you try to an extreme fast. You yeah. know, like, have you ever tried something extreme and then you realize you had like some congenital disease that you yeah. didn't even know freaking existed? There's no way to find out otherwise. Like, apart from that, there's no other way. Like how, do, how else do you know you have anemia? Try to get, try to kill yourself. <laughs> exactly. So after 25 days without food or water, the 39-year-old had lost weight. He was almost and he couldn't 40. even stand up. His relatives and followers took him to the hospital where he was hydrated with Yo, serum. His team even gave up on him. Like his followers were like, "No, bro, you like, bro, we need the doctor. Jesus like, is not Jesus enough." Jesus has left the chat, bro. Jesus left a lot. I would love to take you to the freaking cave on the mountaintop, but right now we need a doctor. We need someone who had a degree. <laughs> Freak. Fuck you and you're fasting. We need a doctor right now. Need, like, why the doctor. hell are you freaking weak? I mean, let's also consider the fact that he went for 
freaking 25 days without was he drinking water. water though i feel like that's an extreme without case. food or water with How water you know that you're going to like you know the average survival span is like two weeks without water the average survival span without food is like about a month i guess you could say you took one for the team he was like i need to test this to find exactly out you're only, only getting extremely hungry you're forcing your body to like rely on its fat reserves Here's but you're also thing. getting your body dehydrated in the process Here's the scary thing if you observe like if you look at studies on long-term fasting they say past a certain point you don't even feel hungry anymore so your body loses that natural inclination to hey you need to eat to survive so literally you could be dying and you don't know it i've seen something like this happen i don't know about the sensation from an individual perspective but i've seen something like this happen where you look at like those pictures of like survivors from say um auschwitz mm. you know like during world war ii and the, yeah exactly concentration camps um and generally just prisoners of war because like they had like more food shortages and these people were getting so freaking thin but they in the pictures they look so freaking jovial there's a guy called angus barbieri or agostino angus giuseppe a barbieri is like sounds italian yeah he was a scottish man though Uh, but he was much. called Giuseppe. He fasted for, for 382 days from June 1965 to 1966. But I believe that involved he lived on tea, coffee, sparkling water and He lived on something. He had to live is the point. Food. This pastor lived I, on neither food nor water and I expect if he was having no water he certainly wasn't having any tea. Because how do you make tea without water? I hate the fact that he's African because that's another dumb of like ten ten ten. It's like social Darwinism. It's like the Africans <laughs> are at it again. They can't. Oh, speak. they did this. You try wow. to Google like extra long fast. Makes sense. You put it on in Google and then it brings some like, African. Some Af- some uh, that guy, the Italian guy. Like checks out. He did it checks out. Two days, great. The Africans. It's like the Leonardo DiCaprio meme from Wolf of Wall Street. He's pointing at <laughs> the screen like, oh yeah, that that, that right there. Right. I recognize that. That is African ingenuity at its finest. <laughs> But imagine how disappointing that is. Like, do you think people would go to his church still? Like, that guy was lost. Like, there's no. Well, other- his relatives and followers took him to the hospital where he was hydrated with serums. They gave so, up on him, and and of course liquid f- uh, foods. But it was too late. So members of the church said it was common for them to fast, but not for that long. Did so he have his a wife? brother, however rubbish, claims the pastor died from anemia and claimed he died from low blood pressure. Not necessarily. He's in denial. Hunger. He's gonna be next. <laughs> if he's gonna fast for that long I think he's gonna pretend that he's fasting like I'm doing it still but at home he's gorging himself on there's definitely a whole conversation here it's just that I don't feel fully equipped for it like from a knowledge perspective there's definitely a whole conversation um, to be had here about fanaticism yeah. and how generally like you'd rather have, bend like, the truth than actually have your theory that's a cognitive dissonance thing exactly. exactly like where like you believe something so much that when you see conflicting evidence you double down on what you believe rather than change your beliefs to reflect the truth the quote today I think we can uh, almost wrap it up with there's uh, a quote that says very famous it says stupidity is doing the same thing over and over and again Expecting and expecting a different, different result. result and in in such instances we've seen a, a cases of a extreme um i would say self torture or self deprivation in so many forms for religious causes mm-hmm. several times over several um centuries with the same results and yet even today you know you're bound to go somewhere some corner of the world where people are still engaging in these extreme forms of self-torture definitely something to think about right
Okay, we, we had like a whole bunch of other things to talk about, but you know, like guys, like one. we've been talking for so many times. This is part one. We'll talk about more stuff in part two. So yeah, this was Think Shack exploring memes to the extremes. See you See in part ya. two.